This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hey there, superwomen. I am so excited to have my next guest. She helps executives and small businesses improve their leadership and strategy so they can lead their teams and their lives. You know, I love women like this um, who are working with women, working with people, working with teams. You know, a lot of us are out here feeling like an imposter and she is like, no, we have to fix that. And I'm excited for her to uh, share exactly what she does and how she started. Jessica Rivera, how are you? Hi, Tam. I am doing great. How are you? I'm so good. I'm just, I'm excited to, you know, hear from you because, you know, there's a lot of people that are doing coaching and, you know, I'm always interested in how people got what they, where they got, you know, what they, what they did, you know, so your company is called JR Coaching, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how you decided to go into coaching in the first place. Well, I have been managing teams in a corporate space for a really long time. And with that, I believe that that's where my coaching and developing kind of manifested because I didn't believe in managing people and tasks. Right. And so, well, I'll say maybe I believed it in the beginning because that's how I got there, I guess. Um, And that's what my managers did to me. But once I began managing people and running these, you know, high powered people, like these people were, were not just pushing pencils. They were six figure earners, right? Um, I didn't want to manage them and their tasks. I wanted to inspire them. And so that's where the coaching and developing really started. And I just received such a passion. Like I I just got such a passion of seeing people grow and learn and really come into their confidence because that only didn't affect their work life. That affected everything they did. And my, my, my team members would always say, Oh my gosh, I feel like we just had a therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I used to love it. I I really, we, we moved away from really talking about the numbers because the numbers would get there. We were in sales, our, you know, run a sales and marketing team, uh, for the entire Northeast. And it, we were revered a pretty big uh, division and earners. I mean, we were bringing in over $4 billion for the company. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of pressure. But what I found was when we moved away from the numbers, the numbers, the numbers, and how did we get there? How are you feeling? What is kind of bothering you? Where do you feel confident? Where do you feel most energized? And we focused on that. The whole team shifted. Yeah. And their work, their confidence, their, the, the way in which they attracted um, sales and money and the way they brought it in was just so much more rewarding to them. Yeah. Um, and I got much more out of them. Yeah. How did you decide to go into sales? I, I never liked sales, to be honest. Like my, my dad was really good in sales until I would say within the last you know, five years or so. Now I absolutely love it. Um, but how did you even get into sales? This is such a great question because <laughs> I hated sales and I never thought, and I hated speaking in front of people and I never thought I would be in sales. And I remember taking a, a, a class. Um, it was part of my marketing 
and that I had to take a sales class. And so I was taking the sales class and I was pitching my product because you had to pick a product and pitch it. And I sat back down and I said, oh my gosh, how did I do? And they were like, you sounded really good, but your face was purple. Like I was so red. (laughs) I was so red. I was like, damn, you're purple. Um, So I hated it. But so what happened to me, a quick story here, and I won't get too deep, but on my 30th birthday, I was a young mom. I had my first kid at 19 years old. And on my 30th birthday, I had two boys at the time. I was not working because I had, um, I had been with my ex and I had had just had a baby. And so he was about two or three years old at the time we had broken up. So I was 30, no job. I didn't own anything. I just felt like, what the heck am I going to do to support these kids? Um, and so I'm a single mom. And I went out, I got, I got this job and I was actually making pretty good money in the marketing space at that time. And I got a phone call a year later. So I was about 31 years old from a friend of mine and said, Hey, I have this opportunity for you. How much are you making? And what would you say if we could double it in a year? And I was like, I'm all about it. Let's do it. (laughs) And so, um, that was my first sales job. And, you know, he kind of just, there wasn't a lot of teaching or learning. There wasn't a lot of teaching involved. I kind of just had to do it. Um, and I actually started falling in love with it. But what was crazy, I ended up going back to a corporate space. And that's uh, when I really perfected my sales. So one-on-one, I was better. But then in the corporate space, you're now speaking to larger people. If you want to climb that corporate ladder, you had to figure out how to present in front of uh, large groups of people. And I was still deathly terrified. And so confidence, imposter syndrome, all those things were, you know, my, my confidence was there one-on-one. I knew I did really good as an individual contributor, but I was deathly afraid of still speaking in front of people. So I worked on it. I worked on my mindset. I worked, I would force myself to volunteer for things that scared the living daylights out of me. And so now people tell me, oh my God, you're such a natural. I'm like, no, I'm not. I am not a natural. I still get nervous, but I am prepared. And so that gives me more confidence. And that, that's some of the things that are in my coaching program uh, is building that confidence, working on that communication. And it's ever growing and, and I never stop learning. I'm a life learner. Uh, but yeah, I just love it. I love that. You know, a lot of people need that because, you know, like you said, really, it is the confidence that you're that you're projecting that you were confident that this is going to work for them, that you're confident that you're telling them uh, something that's going to increase their sales or whatever. So it does start, it does start with the confidence. Do you work specifically for sales teams and corporations? Do you work specifically for entrepreneurs sales? Do you work for um, just confidence? What is it that you really specialize in? Yeah. So this um, has grown over time. And my ultimate goal is to teach leaders how to inspire. Right. And that does work with our own inner confidence. And so people would tell me, oh, you look so confident when you walk in the room and I would be dying inside. And so it wasn't until I gained my own confidence and I learned how to, how to communicate with others. So creating that culture of feedback where I can give you feedback in a way that lifts you up and inspires you, not crushes you the way managers and leaders sometimes tend to do, but even more important is receiving that feedback and soliciting that feedback in a way in which 
we take it like, oh, I'm learning, I'm growing. Um, I'll give you a quick story. I was working with a leader just the other day. I think we had this conversation on Thursday. And she was like, can you believe he told me that I changed because I used to think I was up here and now I'm with them. And she was really upset. And I'm like, why are you upset? But that, to be honest, when we hear things we don't want to hear, we all have a reaction. And so creating that culture of feedback is realizing that that was actually great feedback he gave you. Number one, he had the courage to tell you. And number two, he's telling you that, hey, you were acting up here and maybe you weren't self-aware, right? But now you feel like you're one of us. Like he, he loved that. So I kind of helped her flip it into, listen, it is. It's a really great thing. And why don't you ask him, okay, what was I doing before? So that now he can give you some tips as to maybe you were acting like that. So um, that's my goal is really to work with leaders. And that could be you own your own business and you run a small team. That could be you're working on getting a team or you have a VA or things like that. Or, I mean, sales team, sales um, is just, what I've done forever. So that's just kind of easy in my wheelhouse, but ultimately just really want to work with leaders because we touch a lot of people. And if I can touch you in a way that inspires you, it makes you feel good. Then everybody you touch, you're going to make them feel good. And so that's my goal for everybody to just be confident, you know, be authentic, be who you are and know that it is okay to make mistakes because we're going to learn from them and we're going to be better. So good. I know you mentioned before you were a young mom and that had to be difficult. Uh, tell me a little bit about how uh, you overcome so, some of those obstacles of being a young mom, because I know a lot of my listeners are building businesses with children or just trying to navigate life, you know, with so much to do. I always say women have so much to do. Oh my God. You know, but yeah. how do you, how did you do all of that? I would say a couple of things. Number one, I had a great support system, right? I had my, my parents were amazing, um, but I was a doer. So I, I'm going to get it done. It was me like against the world, which helped me in some ways, but I really wish I had had the tools to know that I don't, it's not me against the world. It's me with the world. Like everybody's here to help each other instead of looking at like, I could do it all on my own, which was definitely something that uh, a way that I thought was like, I don't need anybody. I'm good. I, I got this. I got this versus everybody is here to help me and I'm here to help them. So there are wish I do wish I had some tools uh, that I have now back in the day, but you know, I'm here now and I'm, I've learned and I've evolved and I've grown. Um, but what I'm realizing is with these tools, life is just so much easier. Things are just so much easier when you're not super hard on yourself, when you don't feel like you're in it alone, when you know that other people, so many people support you more than you can ever think. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's crazy, but it was difficult. Um, but that's my story. And uh, that's how I got here. Yeah. You know? I know you were saying something about self-trust and, you know, just getting to a place where you can start doing that what would you say, um, what was it, what would you say was the things that had to transpire for you to finally get there? Man, Cause I know, man, a lot of people are here, you know, they don't trust themselves and they don't even know how to change it. Yeah. So 
I've struggled, I struggled with that a lot, um, especially because of my own personal relationships and um, the hard times I've gone through, uh, whether it be somebody betraying you. And it's like, how could I trust somebody so much or love them so much? And then they come back and betray me or whether it be, you had a manager who made you doubt everything you did. So there was a lot of self-doubt involved and the way in which I overcame it. I'll tell you a story with work. So I had a manager and she was very critical extremely critical of everything you did. So if you did all these things right, she's going to point out that she's going to say, great job, but you did these two wrong, or you could have done these two better. And so it got to a point, it culminated to a point where I started behaving outside of my character. And that's when I said, something's got to give. What can I do? Either I have to leave this job or what can I do within myself? She's not going to change. She's been the same person forever. Everybody knows it and they're okay with it. And I loved the company I worked for at the time. And so I said to myself, something's got to give. And that's when I really started doing the hard work. And that's when I stopped caring about what others thought and knew I'm trying my best. I'm doing my best. And I am uh, leading my team in ways that inspire them and we're working well together and everything she said I didn't do wrong it stopped bothering me or that I did wrong stopped bothering me because I knew I was impacting people in a positive way and the more I ignored her negative feedback and and some of it was valuable right so I don't think she really um that was her true intention but that is the way she came across um but the more I took the little bits and pieces uh, that she gave me as valuable and then knew that I was still doing the best job possible. The universe, you know what it did? It gifted me them moving her to a completely different department. And then I got another um, uh, executive that was amazing and just allowed me to be me. And everybody around me was like, who is this person? I've known you for so long and you just seem like you've changed like everybody recognized it and it affected the way in which I communicated the way I presented decks the way I treated my team the way I treated myself the way I showed up every day so really it takes that hard work and to be honest that is the year I hired a coach that really helped me shift my mindset yeah yeah I mean I think you a lot of a lot of us need a coach I really shifted a lot. One of my coaches, I've always had a coach. Um, once I realized how important it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think inspires you now? Um, so for me, what I think just like literally fills me up is seeing those shifts in people. Um, even within my friends, right? So even in my personal life, but especially at work, it's like I was working on something with someone for six months and I didn't see it. I was coaching them on the same thing, but I said the same thing, but I guess in a different way and bam, it clicked and they executed, they did it and their whole life got better. So just seeing those shifts in people, oh my gosh, it's not only inspiring, but it lets me know I'm doing the right work. Um, and it just fills me up. So good. What advice would you give to a person or a woman who is trying to 
you know, build her team or build her company to change her business in some way. And she's finding that she is really dealing with, you know, limiting beliefs and doubt. What would be the first thing you tell her to do? Well, to take action, we have to work on our mindset. And that, that could be a coach. Uh, that could be reading books. It could be definitely opening your mind. For me, I read a ton of books um, that helped me. Nothing moved me faster than hiring a coach. But you can try to do some of the work on your own. And I would suggest even if you did have a coach to still read books and open up your mind. There's so many out there, so many amazing books. Uh, but I would also say, number one, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. We can, oh my gosh. We, that saying we are our own worst critic. Um, I don't know if there's anything truer than that. We are so hard on ourselves on the mistakes we've made and things like that. So don't be so hard on yourself. Be kind to yourself. When you are kinder to yourself, you are kinder to others. So A, be kind, uh, <laughs> first, uh, don't be so hard on yourself and B, be kind to yourself and be kind to others and hire a coach because that coach, to me, I had been in therapy for many, many years and therapists kind of help you get through something. And I've also had mentors, but a coach is so different. In my opinion, that coach, at least the coach I had really helped me move from A to J very quickly, right. you know? Um, and that's where the real work starts happening in my opinion. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love this. Is there anything else you would love to share, you know, with my audience, just about your life, your story, encouragement or anything? Yeah, I would say for the younger moms or the, or the single moms, which I, I've been both that don't let your circumstances trap you. Right. So don't, I was undereducated. I was a single mom. I was um, Latina or oh, I still am Latina. <laughs> um, you know, you kind of play those stories in your mind and you think that somebody's judging you because you're judging yourself. And so everybody has a story. Everybody's life isn't as perfect as you think it is in your mind. And so trust in your awesomeness, trust that you are dope as hell and that you have to see it first. So true. So true. Oh my gosh, Jessica, I know there's going to be people who want to contact you, find you. Uh, so tell us, how do we find you on social? How do we push your website? Um, so that ladies, I know there's ladies who think it, I can relate to that story and she's, she's the coach I need. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, so I'm mainly on Instagram and you can find me at coach Jessica Rivera. Um, also my website is jrcoaching.net and I would love for anyone to DM me. Let's chat. I mean, I have found some of the greatest friends through Instagram and social. So definitely reach out. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you and thank you for inviting me.